Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on TV and contestants in movies. But where's a good old-fashioned podcast to talk about the movies? I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. And we have one thing in common. We want to talk about the Bye-Bye Man. The Bye-Bye Man. That's right, it's the Bye Bye Man. It's the Merge Boot Podcast, and I am Joel Edmiston. Don't think about it. Don't say it. Um, I, we, uh, and he's Cody Crane. We already did that. But here's the <laughs> thing. We're, we're a Survivor podcast, okay? We talk about Survivor. But guess what? It's a global pandemic. They're not releasing any new episodes right now. Even, so, even if they weren't, we're releasing new episodes right now, we wouldn't be getting them right now because it's the off season. But anyway, we're going to keep podcasting. Today. I'm not. I'm not nervous. You're nervous. I'm actually. I'm very loose right now. Actually, I'm just. I'm just. I. I. I know the listeners. Um, just love the intro, so I. I try to stretch it out as much as possible. Yeah, they don't like the rest, but the intro is what really does it. Here's the thing: the most important thing in podcasting is context. Giving context: who you are, what you're doing. So we're in the middle Say of a your global name pandemic. Twice. Say that we're a Survivor podcast three times. Context. Yeah, exactly. And just in case they missed it the first time. And uh, so instead we're doing a Survivor at the Movies segment once again. Um, this week we're talking about The Bye Bye Man, which is, of course, written by um, Jonathan Penner from Survivor. Season 13, Cook Islands. From Survivor, Micronesia. Fans vs. Favorites, Season uh, 16. From Survivor, Philippines, Season 25, when he came back for a third time. And uh, and then he went on to, he was, you know, in Hollywood. In, in, in Survivor, Philippines, he talks about it. I'm a storyteller. I'm a writer. That's what I do. Yeah, and uh, so... And he is a known horror fan, so he wrote a, a horror movie which his wife, Stacy Title, directed. Uh, that came out just a couple years ago, called The Bye Bye Man. Bye bye, bye bye man. Yes. Bye bye horror movie. The Bye Bye Man. Don't think it. Don't say it. Don't watch it. <laughs> Watch it if you want. It's it's not that bad. This movie um, blew. Fuck this movie. <laughs> really? Is, is, oh, is yeah, that your stance? Sucks. I, I you know what, Cody? I'm not going to argue with it very much because I didn't like it that much. But I do feel bad not liking it, to be honest. Um, because I like Jonathan and of course his wife as well. Um, and uh, and so I don't want to talk too much shit about it. But, what what is there anything you liked about it? No. <laughs> you did, I liked the last like 10 minutes. I thought the 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 last 10 minutes were pretty good. I liked uh seeing Jonathan Penner in it. Yeah, I wish his character was a bigger role in the movie cuz cuz it was like a, a like I like this character. Well, I want to see more of him. And and he kind of is there's probably some deleted scenes with him actually because there it's sort of, that scene sort of left on a cliffhanger. Well, um <laughs> I don't think I want to see more of anything in this movie, so I wouldn't go that far. But well, here's the thing: I don't think it's a total lost cause. Like, I think the concept for the movie is 
pretty fun. I think uh, what gets in the way is it's supremely annoying characters. I think all three leads are very annoyingly written, and the actors playing them don't seem to be up to the task of filling in the cracks of these characters. Um, so what we get is just pretty bad horror movie acting, but modern horror movie. It's, so it's not like 80s horror movie acting. It's just like sort of like CW bad uh, 902, like I guess reboot of 90210, um, like supernatural type acting. You know what I mean? That's that's the worst part of the movie, I think. Oh, uh, like super? Are you insulting the show Supernatural? I don't know. I I I honestly don't have much of a template. I'm trying to think of something uh, like just like a bad CW show, like this, the OC or something, like bad teenager acting, like bad college acting. I think this is worse. Worse than that. Worse. So you're you're just you're gonna take the stance of just uh, just shitting on this movie. Yeah, directed, I'm going to make you directed, defend it. <laughs> directed by a dying woman. Hey, well, that's not my fault. Should have made a better movie. Listen, <laughs> this movie, I mean, it's not the actor's fault, like you're saying. Like, the movie's just bad. Like, it's poorly written. Um, I don't the- know about that, though. I don't know. I, I like the concept of the bye-bye man. I do. I like the don't think it, don't say it. I like the the first like uh, the opening um, sets a sets up a lot of intrigue. I almost want to see a movie about that guy, the reporter. Um, uh, you get uh, enough of him in this. I don't need any more. I, I mean, it's so badly <laughs> shot too. Like, what is oh this? Oh my thing? god! Like, you're you're impossible sometimes. What? No, no. You, I w- you made me watch this shit movie. I'm gonna shit on it because it was bad. I didn't make you watch anything. You, you sat you me said, down. Sure. You forced me, <laughs> and now I had to watch this shit. So here we go. Let's talk about what this movie's even about. It's about. Oh, this- you would rather be watching Drillbit Taylor for the fifth time. Yeah, because at least there's some charm in that movie, okay? If Owen Wilson was in this movie, maybe it'd be a different story. Also, Drobit Taylor's like ten times more uh, well shot than this and has production quality. You know what? What the fuck? I'm, I know you're making fun Taylor. of me saying that I watch Drobit Taylor a lot, which I don't, but I'm going to go with that because it is a much better movie than this. No, it's not. Stop <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Have you ever watched Drillbit Taylor? Yeah, I have. Well, when I was when it came out. Yeah, I think I saw it in the theater it with my friends. Back to back with this thing. Tell me what's better. Come on. Maybe I will. I, after after we uh, stop hit stop We're doing record, Drillbit I'll, Taylor I'll... next week. There's no Survivor in it. I don't care. You brought this on. It is a part of Survivor now because you compared this movie to Drillbit Taylor. So now we're doing Drillbit Taylor next week. You want to hear some praise? You want to hear me praise a movie? You sit me in front of fucking Drillbit Taylor. I'm going to be going nuts. I'm going to be fucking happy as a clam. I'll be like a little baby in front of spaghetti, slapping my hands together, <laughs> slapping my tum. I'm going to be happy. That'll fill my cheeks with joy. Instead, you sit Big me through this shit. Happy baby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> don't think it. Don't say it. Drillbit Taylor. <laughs> um, so the concept oh of God. the bat 
I wish I didn't have to think about this movie anymore. Well, we have to podcast about it, so get used to it. I, I don't have much to say about it either. I think it's, like, not a good movie. I don't like it very much, but I think there's, there like, it could have been a lot better. Sounds um, like you fucking love it. Yeah, could have been a lot better if uh, there was a different writer, different director. Uh, you know what? If it had nothing to do with Survivor, maybe it would have uh, found some legs. I don't know. I think there's some clever stuff going on in it. Um uh, the the concept of the bye bye man sort of twisted, giving them hallucinations. I I uh, I sometimes never knew whether it was a hallucination or not. So I did. Uh, I liked that about it. And uh, what's her name? Faye Dunaway getting set on fire. Sorry, spoilers. Anyway, um, that was pretty cool. Um, some of that stuff and the sort cert- certainly the last kind of stretch from the Faye Dunaway stuff on. I I liked quite a bit because it it um. The screenplay had a lot of fun and and the visuals and stuff. Bad CGI, but um, the the horror was kind of good and the, the stuff with his girlfriend and his roommate at the end did did what, what was scary in uh, in a bit uh, uh, sort of because you don't you weren't really paying attention to the characters. It was just all action. It was when, once when it got did, to the action, I think it was good. When did Oculus anyway, come out? Was it before this? Yes. Yeah. See, Oculus already did this whole thing better. But the hallucinations. Yeah. It's it's basically it's a, Oculus, it's a but you have a name to say Candyman. instead of a mirror. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't disagree with that, Cody. I think Oculus is better than this, but um, I did. I like. I still like the action. Um, and it, it, obviously, the hallucinations were different in Oculus. Anyway, um, different sort of uh, way in. And uh, but so the Bye Bye Man is this mysterious figure. Um, we, we don't get much background for him. I'm sure if we had some sort if, if the Bye Bye Man was super successful and we got like a Bye Bye Man 2 or a Bye Bye Man prequel, um, we would find out who the hell this guy is. But basically the concept is, um, don't, if you find out that the Bye Bye Man is a thing, do not think about it. Do not say it because you give him more power and he can, you know, basically ruin your life. And ruin everyone's life who's surrounded you. So don't tell anybody about the Bye Bye Man. Blah blah blah. It's an interesting concept. And the bi- once we get to the, uh, you don't really see much of the Bye Bye Man. He certainly is a Bye Bye Man in that he is the Irish Goodbye Man. Uh, in that he doesn't show up, and when he leaves, you he doesn't actually say goodbye. So he should be the Irish Goodbye Bye Man. Well, I mean. He is played by the best actor in this movie. Who is it? It's uh, Doug Jones. Oh, no kidding. I didn't even notice that was him. I mean, Doug Jones is um, just in concept always unrecognizable, right? Because he's just Mm -hmm. always under a bunch of makeup or prosthetics or something, right? Yeah. It's a very... uh, He's kind of a a bye-bye man on his own. Like he he like Doug Jones is a bye bye man because when he when he accepts a role he's basically saying bye bye because you're not going to see him for a bit it's it's uh, um, somebody else uh, the the fish or Abe from Hellboy um, he's a bye bye man basically is what I'm saying well how did you watch this movie Cody on did you download it no crave. 
You're fucking kidding, really? Yeah. Because I, I rented it and I have Crave. What an idiot. It's on uh, Amazon as well. I'm such a dumbass. I paid four ninety nine for this movie. Why? Did you not look anywhere else? I was tired last night and I just Googled it and it was there. It said, watch now, three ninety nine. So I hit yes and then it was HD four ninety nine. So I said, sure. And I, so I paid $5 for it. I hate that you gave money to this. I, you know what? I'm glad to give money to it because uh, Jonathan Penner and Stacey Title they're certainly uh, struggling right now. Well, I don't think they get it. Though. I don't know financially, but it's certainly they're they're going. I think through that some just hard, goes right to the times. studio. I think maybe the studio calls them to be like, "Hey, by the way, somebody in Oakville, Ontario, just rented your movie for five ninety nine. It's that and few then, people then, rent it or buy it that they could just call them every time it happens. Jonathan Penner, you know what? The Bye Bye Man is the sort of movie that you. It's a mall horror movie. It's the sort of movie comes out in January. And you and your fucking loser ding-dong friends at 14 go to at the theater. Maybe you have a bunch of, you have a couple Rickards Reds in the parking lot that you stole from your dad. And you go into the theater and you're maybe late for the first five minutes because you're you're tripping over yourselves on the way in. And you watch the movie and you think, wow. Um... And and maybe you go with a gir- or some girls, and the girls are like snickering and yelling and and screaming and stuff, and you and you guys kind of nudge them on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, um, uh, you scared?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's scary." Uh, and 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 you and you have to be pretend and be like, "I'm not scared. I'm f- I'm a fucking tough guy. Look at me over here. I'm a fucking tough guy here. Nothing fucking scares me. The only fucking thing that fucking scares me is when there's not enough pizza." What the uh, hell is going on here? You just wrote a be- better screenplay than the fucking Bye Bye Man. <laughs> I thought you meant a mall. It's a mall movie in that if you were going into a mall and you walked into the HMV and it's playing on the TV with no volume and you just saw a couple clips, that's the best way to enjoy this movie. <laughs> um, do Do you know? Do, do you? What are some movies you saw as a like horror movies you saw as a teenager with your friends? Like in theaters? Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't have a theater in my hometown for a long time. Wow. So I'm trying to think of what horror movie. I Paranormal Activity I saw. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. That, But th- that sort of uh, becomes elevated by because of how huge it, w- it became. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we voted uh, for it to come to our city. Oh, cool, cool. I see. So, I mean, there's a big, there's multiple like multiplexes in Oakville. So we basically got everything. Bragging. Um, I know. Um, so one of the movies was The Unborn. Do you remember that one? That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> that. But I mean, yeah, they're bad movies. But I, I like, I look on them kind of like those experiences fondly. Like I would never um, watch them again. But I, because I, I, this is the only pl- we're we're two twenty seven, twenty nine year old uh, men. We're not the the targeted audience for the unborn or the bye bye man. But another one I watched. Um, Which one of in us the is twenty nine? Aren't you twenty nine? No, I'm turning twenty eight. 
You're yeah. Sorry, uh, I thought you were two years older than me. Um, you're only one year older than me. So you're there's aging a movie called me, the- just like the Bye Bye Man did. <laughs> there's a movie with Elizabeth Banks too and Emily Browning called The Uninvited. It's always I the un something. It's that's uh, the horror movie, the untangling, the uninvited, the unborn. Um, I remember going to this with girls too. I was, you know. They weren't my girlfriends, but I had friends that were girls. Did you have a girlfriend? Um, I think one of the girls, like we 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 had a friend group that were girls at the time, and one of those girls became my first girlfriend, but it wasn't Uh-oh. very serious. Oh, it didn't last long. No. What happened? What do you mean? What happened between you two? I thought you were such a uh, great couple. We weren't a very good couple. Um, she stopped inviting me to things, um, and I went to her house once with some friends because she invited my friends and I found out they were going. So I was like, I went along, I'm like, you're going to my, my GF's house and you know, I'm fucking 14, 15 and she's all stoned or pretending to be more stoned than she is and tells me that she wants to break up and, uh, I was... Disappointed. Wow. So yeah. she invited all of your friends except for you. Basically. Or or a couple of my friends. Wow. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. It was you, uh, disappointing. Well, I mean, this is really bumming me out. We should talk <laughs> about what the Buy My Man is. Well, I, I, I'm not finished. Uh, also, okay. a movie I saw with my friends was Underworld Rise of the Lycans. That, Remember I the Underworld the, movie? Yeah, I watched that movie on my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the iPod classic, how you could put movies on that? I watched it on a little iPod screen. <laughs> Best way to enjoy that movie. Did you like it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where I first saw Drillbit Taylor, too. On your iPod? Yeah. Enjoying it on my I'm, iPod during I'm uh, listing French a, I'm class. listing a bunch of uh, 2009 movies right now. I wonder if that's when Drillbit Taylor came out. Drillbit Taylor was 2008, so. You were a little late to the Drillbit Taylor party. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I had that iPod for a long time. I didn't just get it in 2009. So that was a thing. So you, you watched in 2008... You you watch Drillbit Taylor on your iPod and you're like, wow, this is the pinnacle of movies. This is the way movies need to be watched. So you you did it for years afterwards. Oh yeah, if there's anything you need to know about me, it's that Drillbit Taylor's my favorite movie. It gets me giddy as fuck. Like I said, I'm a baby in front of spaghetti, slapping my tongue. I'm excited. It fills my cheeks with joy, Joel. Drillbit Taylor is a perfect <laughs> comedy. If you are ever as funny as Owen Wilson, I will slap my ass in front of you. I will give myself a spanking in front of you, Joel, if you're ever as funny as Owen Wilson. Ever. Wait, okay? Because that guy fucking tickles me pink. That guy tickles <laughs> me pink. I lay in my bed and I can't breathe because I'm laughing so hard. That's how funny that guy is. You'll never be him. And if you are, I'll spank my little ass red in front of you. You got that? So I've never been as funny as Owen Wilson, like, 
I've never reached the 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 watermark. No, even his worst joke, you're not. <laughs> What's his worst joke? Crazier than a road lizard. Hey, hey, hey. Have you seen Zoolander? Have I seen Zoolander? Yes, I've watched everything Owen Wilson's ever been in. Really? Mm-hmm. The internship? Have you watched that one? Works at no. fucking Google. What's that? I know he he's a he's a a new he's an old intern in um at Google and he and uh and Vince Vaughn is being very raunchy. You just described the internship more than you have described the Bye Bye Man in this no. podcast. So have you seen Marley and Me? <laughs> yeah, I watched that on my iPod. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day I watched that one on my iPod. I crying in science class because I watched them put down the dog. Have you seen the Wendell Baker story? Oh, yeah. Little Fockers? Of course. I've seen all the Fokker franchise. Have you seen The Big Year? Uh, yeah, the bird watching. Yeah. Did you watch Free Birds? Joel, do you not think I'm serious about this? I watch his animated classics too, of course. Oh, so you've seen all three Cars movies? Of course. I, did Joel, you, it's like you oh, don't did you watch, Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. Did you watch The French Dispatch? The French Dispatch? Yes, of course. No, serious. it hasn't come out yet, asshole. little serious one. It's, it hasn't come out yet. How about this? Have you watched uh, Father Figures? Uh, uh, yes, with Ed Helms. You've watched it? Yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh my god, is it any good? Hell yeah, dude. Every Owen Wilson movie is sick. Okay, have you watched um, No Escape? No Escape? Uh, yeah, that's the one uh, where it's he's like a reporter and it's a war uh, in a war zone or something. Mm. Yeah, I have seen you that know- one. The way you feel about Owen Wilson, I honestly feel um, as fondly about Ben Stiller. I'm a big Ben Stiller fan. He's one of my. He might be my favorite actor. Bullshit. Have you even seen Greenberg? Greenberg's like was like my favorite movie when I was 17. Bullshit. You haven't seen it. You want me to describe that whole movie for you? <laughs> well, I want you to describe the Bye Bye Man for the listeners at home. I did describe the <laughs> Bye Bye Man. Okay, so there's this this kid. And he and his girlfriend and his best friend move into this weird fucking house because they don't want to live in the dorms anymore and they're college students. And uh, um, he finds this night, this dresser um, that says, don't think it, don't say it all over the place. And he's like, what the hell is this? And he lifts up this paper and it says the Bye Bye Man on it. Oh, no, here we go. A bunch of weird things. It's kind of a haunted house movie. A bunch of weird things start happening in the house. Um, and there's this girl, this goth chick who also is a, a medium or whatever, and uh, uh, she does a seance, and they all get freaked out, and they he says the bye bye man to the three of them, and and thus um all of them start having weird visions, um a lot of it has to do with the best friend and the and the the girlfriend fucking each other. Um, and the jealousy that the main characters, uh, Elliot has, um, and then there's John, his, his best friend's name is John and his girlfriend's name is Sasha. And I think the goth chick's name is Kim. 
And, uh, yeah, more things. I, I could describe this whole fucking movie if you wanted. Um, he tells a well, librarian. Elliot uh, has a healthy relationship with his girlfriend at the start of this. He doesn't experience jealousy. He's comfortable with himself, comfortable mm-hmm. with his relationship. And mm-hmm. this bye-bye man just decides <laughs> to ruin the relationship. Yeah, puts a little green in him. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessary. Like, it didn't lead to death for them. No, but he he, he sees them. He, he has a vision of them, like, fucking doggy style. And oh, of he course, that his... stuck out to you. Yeah, I'm, I, I, they call me fucked, but uh, I like a little... I like a doggy uh, sometimes. Um, but it just... It hurts my butt a bit. Anyway, um, uh... uh uh, yeah, and he hits his friend <laughs> with a bat. He hits his friend with a bat um, because he has a vision of his friend. Effin is GFN. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess we're in spoiler territory. But, you know, he, he basically starts sleuthing, trying to find out who was the bye-bye man, how did the bye-bye man start, and, uh... All that stuff, and the Bye Bye Man has a dog, actually, a CGI skinless dog that's basically just muscles walking around. Um, kind of looks like a bull mastiff, like a bull, a small bull mastiff. That's my nickname. Certainly, certainly a menacing dog. Um, yeah, it's 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 a good movie. It's it's not a good movie, but it's a fine movie. You know, if you if you're looking for a fright. Or uh, something to have fun with friends watching. Certainly, uh, you can rent it on Google Play or or watch it on Amazon or Crave. And see for yourself. Don't, I mean, hey, I'm a horror fan. Here's the thing. I I also, I love Freddy Krueger. I love the Candyman. Um, So if you want to give me a new mysterious figure that I'm, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to see in a dark alley or I don't want to see in my bedroom, Give it to me. Sure. I like the Bye Bye Man. I haven't seen that Slender Man movie. Maybe that would scare me. But I like but the he's idea. And the I, Bye Bye Man. Pennywise? But there's nothing scary about it. He's kind of scary. The Bye Bye Man. To say it? Yeah. Stupid. Well, the whole thing with the Candy Man is if you say it five or six times or whatever, he appears. Yeah, he's so the big, idea with this big one hook. is... This is more dangerous because you only have to say it once. Or you don't even have to say it if you just think it. Yeah, don't even think about it. I mean, that is that is taking it. it Jonathan Penner's like, how do we how do we take the Candyman myth and up it a bit? Like, make it even scarier. Right. You think they make succeeded? It... No, I think Candyman is a better movie. I like Candyman quite a bit. Um, and there's a new Candyman coming out. Yes. I'm excited, excited? for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Looks good. I, I, um, honestly, when I was watching this one, it made me doubt that I even like movies anymore. <laughs> I thought, maybe I just don't like film. Maybe that's not my medium anymore. Maybe I wouldn't <laughs> enjoy to watch anything. That's what be- I thought when I watched Guns Akimbo. <laughs> well, that, that was a better movie than this. Did you watch that movie? Yeah. It's certainly one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my goddamn life. I what? fucking and you hated that think, movie. What? You think that this was better? Yes. What? 100%. What is... Most movies are better than that movie. 
So, okay, Joel. I need to know how you gauge movies. Because if one has critical acclaim, but you think it's bad, then it's the worst movie you've ever seen. But if a movie has everyone saying it's bad, and you watch it, and you're like, this isn't great, but that's not a really bad movie. Wait, what had critical acclaim? Didn't Guns Akimbo have critical acclaim? I mean, I saw it at its, like, world premiere at TIFF, and... um. Everyone I saw it with also hated it, but this the, uh, I did. I mean, I'll say this: I was, I was even more put off by it because of how many people were laughing at all the horrible jokes in it. I thought that was pissing me off. Oh, pissed you off that other was. people were having a good time. You no, know that, that it, when that... you watch the Bye Bye Man, no one's gonna be having a good time, so you can enjoy it. I think you're 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 labeling me as somebody I'm not for sure. I mean, uh, here's the thing: I movies like Guns Akimbo, movies like Guns Akimbo are certainly my least favorite type of movies. Um, uh, pandery video game like um, m- movies that are are made by people that don't actually watch movies that are thinking that they're making the most awesome thing in the world. Um, Did you like Crank? I think Neville Dean and Taylor is what people are trying to do when they make movies like that. And um, Crank is a good movie that I like, but um, certainly it has things that annoy me about it. I, uh, um, Crank is, is, is good, though. But Crank 2 uh it reaches higher heights than Crank does, but also reaches lower, lower lows. But I do like Le- Neville Dean and Taylor. They're they they're doing it right, and everybody else is just trying to do what they're doing, basically. Colin, and, and, uh, and past guest of this podcast, loved Guns Akimbo. Oh uh, well, well, I mean, I can't take away what people like. I can't say, uh. I can't get mad at people for liking something. You know what I mean? Like, like it, whatever. I mean, I understand it. I, I, like, if you get pleasure from that, go ahead. I do not. I get extremely pissed off at movies like that. Like, the movie Wanted. I hate the movie Wanted. I do not... I mean, sorry, everybody, but I don't like Scott Pilgrim either. I get viscerally upset at when movies are that in-your-face and stupid. Um... Whoa. And trying to be a certain thing, and it and it's just like you can see the filmmaker just grinning. I I don't like that sort of thing. With you saying that you hate Scott Pilgrim, I think I just became the favorite host of the podcast. I think I finally turned people. I know. Over I, to I, me. I know. I lost people on that one. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. I well, and and people just love shouting about it. It's like, God damn it, just chill out. Um, but I like uh, I like most movies, um, and it's that genre which I truly despise. And uh, Guns Akimbo is certainly, I think, the, the the worst offender. And it's and the director is a piece of shit, um, Twitter troll, racist. So you know what? I was right about him. Um, I knew by I watching the that. movie that I didn't like that man. And then when all that Twitter stuff happened, I was like. Yeah, sounds about right to me. I did not know that, but I don't. Uh, I just kind of watched the movie, enjoyed it, and I didn't follow up or want to follow anyone's career or anything after. Um, well, I just follow movie news. That's my. I, I'm a. I'm a movie kit. I'm a movie guy. 
So I follow, and I'm plugged into film Twitter. If you know, but you don't like Scott Pilgrim or Drillbit Taylor, and you call yourself a movie guy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, that I mean, I know you're joking, but that sort of um, mentality I do not have. And I know a lot of people do have it. And uh, the the if you don't like this movie, how could you like movies? Like, or if you like this movie, you're not can't be a real movie buff. I I posit if you watch a lot of movies and you like a lot of movies, then you're a movie guy. You're a movie buff. Then whatever. Like who ca- who gives a shit? Why do we uh, give these labels? To, you have to like this movie to like movies. You have to hate this movie. Like you say that to me all the time. Shit? What? You were like, you don't like Baz Luhrmann? You're not a movie buff. What are you talking about, Baz You're Luhrmann? All, when have I, I ever talked about Baz Luhrmann with you? Stop, always, don't put, don't put words in my mouth, okay? I got trivia here for um, this Bye Bye Man movie. The Bye Bye Man. Yeah, the IMDb trivia I got pulled up here. And it might explain a few things of why this was so bad. So it was filmed in November and December of 2015, but not released until January 2017. Pretty long time for this. What okay. do you think of that? Um. Well, I mean, January. It's not. That's not that long. It, that's like a year and a bit. Because December 2015. A year later is December 2016, and then the next month is January. Right. So it's so, but still, al- but also it's, it's a, a, it's a January. It's it's a typical January dump movie. Like people put these sort of teen uh, mall horror movies. Uh, they put them in January, like the oh. ones that they don't think they they don't need. They don't need critical acclaim to do well at the box office. January is notorious for that, and sometimes they're really good. Like. Um, Underwater that came out this past year was was a, a big surprise for me. I really Cloverfield that broke the um, broke that uh, for January movies. I think Taken yeah. did too, but typically January is the worst month. To well, yeah, I'm, it's funny you bring up Taken because uh, after Taken came out, January and February became the Liam Neeson months. Yeah, like he always had a movie come out around then. Uh, here's another thing for this. Um, it was previously R-rated, and they changed it to make it PG. I'd love to see the the penner cut. Yeah, the penner cut of this R-rated Bible. Honestly, an R-rated version of it, if they're changing the film to make it PG, then we missed a lot of good stuff that could have made it a better movie. Horror stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Also, Doug Jones also played Slender Man, who has similar abilities. Okay. You don't yeah, I'm looking that. at I'm looking at this IMDb trivia as well, and it's there's only it's, six things for this one. Every other yeah. movie has a fucking list. Yeah, it doesn't even say that Penner was on Survivor. Uh, no, no one cares. He made it, this movie was so bad that no one even wanted to go to the IMDb. Well, I'll say this: Penner is uh, an icon of the Survivor community. We are a Survivor podcast, so we should talk about that. I think he's he's uh, great um, in Survivor. He's he's done 
some great stuff. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I like Jonathan Penner on Survivor. I do. I like him. Mm-hmm. He's, he he's, he's, he's not a very good Survivor player, but he's a great character. He's very fun to watch. Um, he's okay on his first season. He's one he of the top players flipping. for he sure ke- on that. But he could never win that season because he keeps pissing people off. Yeah, but I, I could see him winning a Survivor season. I don't think uh, he's a bad player. I think the, the the one he could have won was if he got to the end in Philippines, I think he would have won, even though he's the Philippines he he fucks he fucks a lot of stuff over. But I think if if he were to his he was he was setting up a really good story to tell at the uh, the final tribal council had he uh had he got there, but he couldn't. And I don't think he gets to the end ever. He's he's sort of like this too much of a whirling dervish to to any for anybody to uh trust enough to take to the end. Really? Do you think you, don't you think? Yeah, I think he he he, he and he it, it's shown on his first season. He's just flipping all over the place whatever whatever makes sense to him in the moment. Um I don't I, there, you can't trust that he's not going to implode. He's sort of like I, 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 you'd think what people would think of a Tony or somebody or uh, like I'll say this, uh, Penner is more like a chaos cast. He he's a mover and a shaker. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes the game entertaining, and he yeah. really he he does things that affects everyone around him. He's he's a good. Uh, he's up there with David Wright and uh, Mike White. Um, the writers who have been on Survivor. Um, who are some other writers? I'm pretty sure in Panama, one of the really boring characters on Terry's tribe was a was a quote unquote writer, but I don't know that they were entertainment writers. I oh, by the way, speaking of David Wright, I was watching his uh, the show that he and Cochran are. Oh, Cochran, I guess, is a writer as well. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't start writing until after he won Caramoan. But anyway, uh, he and Cochran are writing for this new Star Trek uh, animated series, Star Trek Lower Decks, which I have been watching. And? It's it's fine. It's funny. It's pretty jam-packed. Every episode has a lot of storylines, and I wish they would slow down um, and just kind of focus on one character per episode, maybe. But... They got a lot going on, but the the you know it it, it seems fun. I think I think it it's gonna it's gonna get better. Hmm. I uh, I also watched uh, some stuff as well. Uh, I watched uh, Tombstone. Is that Survivor adjacent? Yeah, Ethan Zahn's in it. Stop it! <laughs> Plays Doc Holiday. I think you're thinking of Val Kilmer. <laughs> Oh, I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> well, they both had cancer. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing that up. Well. Oh, my God. What an episode what? of this podcast. I feel like we covered so much, and it's, it's already time to We've only been talking up. for 40 minutes. We, we're not, it's not time to wrap up. Come on. Can we talk about... Have you watched any Survivor this week? What? Joel, have I watched any Survivor this week? No. 
I I don't have time anymore. What have you? Oh, you're working now. I'm I'm a working man. I'm a working stiff. I've been working stiff lately. How's that been going? I, you know, it's I'm a mover and shaker. I'm the Jonathan Penner at my workplace. You seem depressed. Yeah, I I had to watch this shit ass movie for my podcast that my co host made me watch called The Bye Bye Man. It's really got me down in the fucking dumps. Did it make you scared at all? No. It made me scared that I would never enjoy movies. I honestly, I I thought for a second maybe you don't like these things anymore. <laughs> well, I forgot that the... I watched Tombstone last week. I was like, maybe you don't like these things. And then about I thought the, about Tombstone. What about the appearance of the Bye Bye Man? His cheekbones. There was nothing that, with that... the Bye Bye Man. He just looked like... That's my least favorite stuff about modern horror is the CGI. I think it takes you out of it every time. So even like... I like the Conjuring movies, but the second Conjuring movie when... The Has fucking... a lot of CGI, yeah. Yeah. The Nun... The, the nun. The, no, what's, it, what's that guy's nun. name? The Crooked Man. The Crooked Man, yeah. The Crooked Man. Get that Crooked Man out of here. The Nun's not The bad. Crooked Man is stupid. Um, yeah, the Crooked Man. Crooked you think man. the Crooked Man's stupid? You don't think the Bye Bye Man's stupid? What? Who's naming these people? Well, the, if the Bye Bye Man just showed up in The Conjuring 2 for no reason, hey, the Bye Bye Man is also in this movie, I'd be crooked. like, yeah, that's fucking dumb. Um, but the Crooked Man shows up in. in in Conjuring 2. And yeah. if, if the Crooked Man had his own movie, maybe I'd like it. I'd give it a chance. But watching the the, the the Conjuring 2, we got the nun, we got this old man, and we have the Crooked Man as well. That's a lot of fucking these weird-ass sh- And Annabelle's in it, too. And we have to deal with all this shit. Yeah, it was That's scary. Enough. No, I mean, I, I haven't... I've. I've watched the first Conjuring movie many times, and I've only ever watched the Conjuring two once. I saw it a couple times. I think I've seen it twice. I watched it in theaters. Yeah. Conjuring two. Me too. That's the only time I've seen it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Joel, I don't know what's going on. Maybe I don't like horror movies. Maybe that's Maybe. the thing now. Maybe I thought I thought I really enjoyed them, but after today, I don't know. Did you watch the Bye Bye Man with anyone in your house? Uh, no, but th- two of my roommates walked by and said, this looks like dog shit, and left. They both said, this looks like dog shit? Well, Damien said, this looks like dog shit, and then he left. And then uh, Kyle walked by, and he was like, what is this? This is really bad. And then he left. Well, Kyle hates everything. And, uh, and... Damien, I don't expect to like this movie because he's, you know, uh, a skeptic. And uh, so I, they're not the audience for it. I am kind of the audience for it, but I'm not really the audience for it. If I was 17, 16, 15, maybe I would like that movie. Why do you uh, think more. Kyle hates everything? Because he insulted Survivor that one time? Yes. And really the, every t- every time I've watched something with him, he's always been, you know, the peanut gallery that turns it into mystery science theater. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. You, love it. you were so mad that day that he insulted Survivor? I wasn't mad. I just I just snapped back at him. Oh, you were furious. <laughs> 
I think he likes said, it more now. That was his first time ever watching it. Yeah, well, he called he called uh, the contestants of of Winners at War fame hungry reality TV show um, uh, contestants, and I thought, you know nothing about this show. <laughs> yeah, that like, got you. Not that just you not just like Survivor. Like I would get it if if he was watching I don't know fucking One World or something, looking at Tarzan and Troyzan, but. Winners at war, the people that are there to win, and he's saying oh, it's their fame-hungry reality TV show um, stars. Well, I think that's the stereotype with reality stars, right? Whether it comes to any yeah. reality show. Well, well, and that's what it what what showed to me that he'd never watched the show is that he he judged them for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, you brought uh, it up. Yeah, that's how that's how she goes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, Do you want to uh, know? We're trying to make more Survivor fans here. Let's uh um uh, do that that Survivor Wiki game again. Oh, you want to do a round or two of that to close it out? Yeah, let's do that. Jonathan I mean, that's Penny. how little we have to talk about this movie, so I'm okay. Hey, with we did it. that for Boone the Bounty Hunter, and we both loved Boone the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, but we were like an hour and 20 on that podcast. God, it was long. Way too long. That's coming from me, too. I didn't even listen back to it. That's not true. I had to do a lot of editing on that one. You did? Why? Uh, Remember your... uh, Well, this is a little behind the curtain, I guess, for the people at home. But Mm -hmm. there was something going on with Joel's audio where it was just very um, uh, like close together. So... You didn't have any breaks between your dialogue. Right. For the entire thing? Yeah. That uh, that was like six hours of editing. Oh, God. Yeah. Whoever... If anyone ever says to Cody that he doesn't do work for this podcast, they're full of shit. <laughs> Wait, have people been you, saying it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a few people in the in the reviews. They say, Joel does all the work for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh I would like for Jonathan Penner to come back to Survivor. Um yeah, why not? I don't think he will, but it's fine. Why Which not? what I I'm trying to think of what this Survivor game was. Oh, it was which uh which people they play like. Yeah, I can't find it on on uh, on Jonathan's page though. All right, so uh, let's go to. Edge? I'm going to go to the hmm? edge of extinction. You want to do or this time or? No, I'm going to go to Survivor Philippines. Maybe you should, you can pick some people from uh, um, from Edge of Extinction. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Let's do Edge of Extinction. Sure. Fine. Why not? I don't think they have uh, had that question in the oh, okay. earlier seasons. Okay. So I I chose Keith. Though so don't choose Keith. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm guessing who he wants to play play um like. Yes. So who does Keith think he will be as a player in the game? Keith, who couldn't swim, uh, was incredibly sad in all aspects, and uh, yeah. was the first to quit. Well, he quit with Wendy. Yeah. Um, 
I, is, is it a winner? Uh, it is. It, like, just think about this, though, Joel, that Keith is probably the worst to ever play the game. <laughs> One of them, for sure. Well, no, I think Wendy's worse than him. No, Wendy made it longer. At least she was decent at challenges. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. Um, Keith at least turns on Reem. Keith votes for Reem. Um, and <laughs> Wendy does not. Uh, let's see. Um, it's a winner for Keith. I know that he's church boy. So I would want to guess it's going to be somebody who's religious. So okay. I'm going to guess Mike Holloway. No, sorry. Church boy. Is it a man? I, it is a man. Yeah. And is it from the 30s? Uh, yes. Jeremy Collins? You're right. Yeah, that's it. He thinks that he is exactly like Jeremy Collins. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. my god Alright so uh, I'm looking at Chris Underwood's profile And they ask him Which Survivor contestant Are you most like And he's got four answers here um, I'm going to have to get all four Wait no w- Only one of them is a uh, Winner So you can guess the winner if you'd like Oh okay what, Why does he say he's like that winner because he is a leader, but also manipulative. Interesting. Um, maybe uh, he's going to say, like, uh, oh, no, maybe Tom. Not Tom, but you're close. Hmm. Tony? No. Interesting. You, um, why, you, are you going to ask me why Tom is close? Yeah, why is Tom close? Because they're, I think, uh, uh, Tom and this person are from the same place. Oh, or, Boston no, no, Rob? Uh, no. Yeah, it's Boston Rob, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think Tom is from New York, and Rob is from Boston, obviously. Um, do you want to... <laughs> So, I got so another one three, for you. Wait, there's three other people in uh, Chris Underwood's thing. Let me just give you some hints. Oh, okay. um, so the first one is because of his charm, he is from uh, Jonathan Penner's third season. Uh, from Jonathan Penner's third season, which is Philippines, who's, right? Yeah, who's like the, the iconic character from that season? Malcolm. Yes. And... Uh, and then the third person, uh, then he says, Rob, because he's a leader and also manipulative. Then he says, blank, because of how well he understands strategy. Um, not a winner. He played with um, Jeremy Collins. He also played with Tony Velakos. Mm-hmm. Not a winner. Played with who? Tony and... Played with Jeremy Collins. And Tony. Jeremy Collins. Oh, Sp- Spencer. Yeah. Yes. And and then the fourth one is blank because of his skills in the water. So it's not Keith. 
<laughs> Ozzy? Yeah. Wow. He really uh, tuned right. his own horn there. Yeah. So, all right. Who do you uh, who who do you have up now? I have uh, Julie Rosenberg. She has three people, no mm-hmm. winners, and no winners. reasonable comparisons. I think. Okay. Um. Well, I want to so, say Monica Culpepper because she's a no vote finalist, but probably not <laughs> it. Oh, h- how about Chrissy? Uh, Chrissy, no. Two of the people oh. are uh, did make it to the finals, though. Um, Two of them one, made it to final three. Yeah, uh, let's do the first person first. She said okay. because of uh, tenacity, and this person's played three times, made it to the finals once. Played three times, made it to the finals once. Yeah. Lower half. What's that? Lower, Lower half. half. Played three times. Once. Um. It's a girl. Yeah. So all three are gonna all win. all. And and are all three times this person played in the in the twenty in in the first twenty. Uh. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Three times. Um, there might only so be, have to be one person in, that this could be. Uh, yeah, probably. Three times in the 20s. Well, Amanda Kimmel, Parvati played three times in the 20s. Sari played three times in the 20s. And... Or in the first twenty. Um, so wait, it's in the twenties or in the first twenty? Uh, in the first twenty, yeah. Okay, so it's it's not Amanda Kimmel, it's not Parvati, it's not Sari because it can't be the way you've described it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been a runner-up. Um, they've been a runner-up. They were a runner-up in their first season? Second. So, they are runner-up... Oh, Stephanie. Yep, Stephanie LaGrosa. Mm-hmm. So, Julie Rosenberg says first part of her is Stephanie LaGrosa. Okay. And now they certainly this... look similar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second person is for their humor and fun spirit. And they have played... Four Is times. it Courtney? Oh, four times. Oh, Andrea. No, she's only played three times. Uh, four times. A woman. Nah. They've. Did they? They're not a winner. No, but they they've been to the finals. They've been to the finals. A woman. Were they uh, finals in one of their All Star seasons? Nope. Their very first season. They're, well, I guess. Yeah. Not. Not in All Stars seasons, but well, what on the returning? Yeah, when they returned, they were in the finals. Yeah, and they've been there four times. Been yeah. been been to Survivor four times. They've come in fourth, third, seventeenth, and sixth. 
17th. Sixth. Um. Third. Oi, I don't know. Uh, can you give me another clue? Um, yeah, fun loving and or fun spirit and humor. You gave me that clue already. Four times. Yes. They played. You've already yes. guessed their name. Previously, I've already on the said last it? one. Yeah. Sari. There you go. She's never been to the finals. Uh, f- final three. Was it not a three for that one? She's never been to final tribal. In uh, Micronesia, she uh, it was a final two. She got voted out. Oh, final three. okay. Yeah, that was a final party two. foul. Party foul. And That's then the last person is maybe I, the most I, accurate. Okay. For comparison, if you were to compare but Julie Rosenberg, let's go go, go backward. That that last one doesn't count because the Sari you were wrong about Sari. Well, you ended up getting it. So yeah. what do you mean it doesn't count? Well, I would have got it had you not said she she. I would have got it. You did get it though. So what does it matter? I, I would have got it earlier. All right. right. Anyway, get this Um, one. So, the third person Mm -hmm. is Uh, this, and the explanation is propensity to have some emotional moments. Don. Don. Yeah, Julie Rosenberg says she's going to play like Don. Yeah, (laughs) I knew it. Um, she does sort of play like Don. For sure. And she has a no-vote finalist thing like Don as well. Yeah, this, um, okay. Her comparisons were very reasonable. Yeah, I mean... Usually people like fucking Keith other saying than, Jeremy other, Collins. Other than the Sari. Um, I guess at, she was just trying to say that she was like as fun as Sari. Yeah. Like she could oh. have a good time too. All right, let me pull up somebody here. Um... Geez, a lot of the Edge of Extinction cast are duds. Um, <laughs> well, there's a really good one in there. Rick Devins is Rick. who I'm pulling up. Yeah, that's the good one. Um, All right. He has one person. One person that Rick Devins plays as. What does he describe it as? He's a strategist. He was a, also a genuinely nice guy, but he was there to play on, in all capitals. What, uh, winner or no? Yes. A strategist that came to play. That one male? Yeah, you said he. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Cochran. Yep. Yeah. There yep. we go. All right. Well, I have uh, just because you, I knew you were going to get that quick. I brought up um, Ron Clark. Oh my God! Here we go. So here we go. Here's Ron Clark. I'm a compassionate per. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, comma. I, I'm a compassionate person, but everyone who knows me well says that during competitions I turn into a villain. I also overanalyze everything. I'm turning into Russell Hance right now. Um, but for for those reasons, I don't think there's a past contestant that is a perfect fit for me. But I think my gameplay will be most like blank. 
Uh, winner? No. Not a winner. Okay. Uh, early 20s? Or early half or late half? Uh, second half of the of Survivor. Second half. Okay. I mean, this could be anyone. Maybe yeah, he doesn't describe uh, that person at all. Oh, God. Why did you do this to me? Maybe it's uh, Brad Culpepper. No, it's not. It's... I'll, my hint is that we've talked about this person. Um, Ty. T- no, today. Oh, today. Yeah. Ethan like Zahn. Been, no, they were they were somebody somebody already listed them as somebody they want to play like play like. Oh God! Now I have to remember this. Jeremy Collins. No. Close. Oh, you said it was a winner, right? It's not a winner. Oh, not a winner. Oh, fuck me. It's a male. Um, God. Who have we already mentioned today that's not a winner? Um, shit. Gotta they be. played twice. They played twice. They played twice. twice. Okay. Hmm. Malcolm? Nope. Malcolm's played three times. Oh, really? Hmm. But the same person that said Malcolm said this person. Ozzy. They, they said Ozzy's Malcolm. Played Ozzy played four times. I know Ozzy's played four times, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who else they said. I don't remember. Um, played with Jeremy Collins and played with Tony Velakos. Oh, Spencer. Yes. Yeah, that's a shit comparison. Ron Clark said he was going to play like Spencer. I'd love to see Ron Ron Clark come back. He would be good to play again. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, that was a good game. Yeah, we really uh, petered off at the end there. What do you mean petered off at the end? Well, Ron's stupid one. What the hell? What? Why are you? Why are you going after me? I didn't go after you. I went after Ron. Ron's great, um, and Jonathan Penner's great too. It was a uh, bad comparison on his part. And I guess I do just want to mention, um, uh, obviously, Jonathan Penner and Stacey Title, his wife, um, the director of The Bye Bye Man. Uh, Stacey Title has ALS, and I, I follow Jonathan on Twitter. And I, I, I think that anybody that is interested or, or um, whatever, they should follow Jonathan on Twitter if you're on Twitter because he does uh, post a lot about Stacy and her struggles with ALS and the family struggles with ALS and while it's they're struggling very hard it seems like Stacy has um really um how to put this sorry I'm getting emotional um stayed positive through this um 
I guess one of their uh, children's friends or girlfriends uh, or partner um, was was there was staying there through lockdown or still there. And I, just this one tweet made me uh, kind of emotional when it happened. And uh, Jonathan explained that the 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 their child's partner is a an artist and uh painted something for stacy and stacy um it takes her a while to make sentences because they go through the alphabet and she moves her eyes if it's if it's the the letter she wants to use and so it took them a long time to get through this but to to get through the sentence but the sentence was you are a great artist and uh so that you know taking that much t- knowing how much time it's going to take you to get there but wanting to have that sort of kindness um certainly shows what kind of person she is and um yeah it's it's very it's inspiring if if you're willing to um sit with that the emotional baggage of seeing and reading these things it's 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 nice um and uh jonathan seems like a great guy so i'm happy to talk about him and i'm if he ever listens to this i'm i'm sorry that cody was so mean to you and your wife's wonderful movie it was a it was a bad movie but they're good people Okay. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. And uh, I encourage you all to rate, review, subscribe. And, you know, um, if you want to mention John Luig Lizamo in your review, um, you're allowed to do so. But I'm not saying you should or if that's even necessary at all. Ringo, my cat is here. Do you want to say something into the microphone? Ringo, talk. Meow. That was that was me, not him. Ringo. I think that was I think that was him. Um. Anyway, uh, Ringo loves a podcast, and he would give it five stars if he had an Apple account. So just do it, Apple Podcasts, and uh, and rate, review, subscribe, and tell your damn friends. Tell your damn friends about us, will ya? Tell them Joel sent ya, and. Uh, and uh, beat the shit out of your local racists, and um, well, don't all th- don't get violence. Don't promote well, you violence. Can, you can if you want. Um, if they're violent, you can fight fire with fire. Sometimes. Oh, I guess. Um, well, if someone's violent on you, I guess. And uh, don't say it. Don't think it. But Ray Romano is is one of is a good actor, and. Uh, don't say it, don't think it. Ray Romano. Deborah. Um yeah, the bye-bye man. Bye-bye, I guess is a good way to end this podcast by saying bye-bye like the bye-bye man never actually did. He d- he doesn't say bye-bye. No, you're right. He doesn't. And that's a big uh no-no for the bye-bye man. Are you the no-no man? I'm the no no. I don't want to be the no no man. You're the yes yes man. Yes yes and man. Uh Hey Cody. Um, maybe we can uh, record in person sometime soon. 
Yeah, anytime, bud. Uh, yeah, I mean, for our American listeners, Canada is, uh, you know, less and less cases, so things are opening up again. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, if you got this far, and uh, depending on when you listen to this podcast, we're probably going to release it today, right, Cody? Yeah. Today is the 26th. Tomorrow is the 27th. If you're uh, in Toronto and willing to leave the house, willing to come somewhere, Comedy Bar has opened with social new social distancing rules. Uh, and my sketch troupe, Dad Rock Comedy, is coming back for Mask Time for Friends, a new... Our new show, and uh, so it'll be fun and safe, and uh, yeah, and it might bring some normalcy to your life again to see some comedy if you are comfortable leaving the house. And if you're not, I totally understand and don't come. But if you want to come, then come. Even hey, if you're in the states and you're still in your fucking house and you're and Christopher Nolan's telling you to leave, don't listen to him if you don't want to, uh, because it's it's a dangerous world out there. Hey, don't think it, don't say it. It's the COVID nineteen. The by COVID nineteen is the original bye bye man. Um. Anyway, uh, Cody, do you have anything to ramble on about? No, just close it out. What do you think is longer, the intro or the closing monologue? For definitely me? the closing. Constantly, I hate this. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I like how long the closings goes on for. I think the listeners. Yeah, it's do just as well. you rambling by yourself. Of course, you like it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't ha- I don't want to ever have a podcast like Chris Delia or fucking Ryan Long or somebody who just fucking talks into a microphone for however long and is just so self indulgent and has nobody slowing them down and. That's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be the one that shuts me up and tells me to stop. Um, but when you don't, I get to say whatever I want. Um, but okay. the fact, well, it's, I'm here later, to humble everybody. my... Follow us on Emerge Boot on Instagram and Twitter. The links will be in the description. Have a good night. Goodbye, everybody.